Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. about your your energy which is you can feel it it's, it's electric and yeah you got me when you got me wanting to do so we gotta do something you remind me of myself right a little bit, like energy wise like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah so i'm just like yeah you remind me of me like i, I can imagine this is how i am <laughs> a little bit a little bit you know what i mean okay. yeah and i, I can feel, see it feel I can the see it. there yeah i'm talking about your energy <laughs> oh, yeah, no i i i can see it <laughs> I can see, I'm an energy person, so. Yeah, me too. But I can feel the like-minded energy. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, um, hopefully, we'll we'll get to do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, All right. Thank you. Bye, baby. Awesome. <laughs> That's what's up. See. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is where Javon gets quiet. <laughs> I know it. I know it. All right, so what we're going to do right now, what we're going to do right now, exclusively, here on WJBR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese and Indira Khan, we're going to play the exclusive. The exclusive. We can have people on the, sh- you know, like schedule for the show. I will bump them for you. Except, except for your mother. I wouldn't bump anyone. <laughs> <for your mother. laughs> That's always her. <laughs> about me and Shaka Khan, but, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't know anything about it. 
But anyway. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just she wasn't even there actually. But anyway. <laughs> All I want is though, Jay. <laughs> you can send me some cologne because I mean, oh, you know, yeah, <laughs> I just in that. case I should be shocked. I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh, god, <laughs> okay, dokie, man, whatever you say. With time, so and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no, just <laughs> it. Oh, 
and you, you know, like it, we gotta, we gotta consider uh, health over, over money, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, there are a lot of people that need a skill, need the training, need the employment, and folks working, you know, like working to death, that shit is played. That shit is really played. You know, um, they need to increase your wages so that you don't have to work yourself to death, you know, and, and how how well of a job can you do if you're fatigued? You know? Exactly. Exactly. Last night I, I was working until like ten o'clock at night. It, it it just makes no sense. It it just makes no sense, and and really unnecessarily. Yeah. And yeah. and and there were a couple a couple of nights this week that I I had to work really late, and um, you know I get nothing extra for it because I am a manager, but um, even the sense of oh I did a good job. That's even dead. <laughs> like, you know how, you know, you do extra and you just feel like you do it and you feel accomplished. It's, you know, sometimes, for example, if a child brings you good reports consistently, it's not like you get money for every test you get 100 on. The expectation becomes that you do well. And and the benefit the the reward is how you feel about yourself at the end of the day when you're you know i mean we should reward good behavior and all that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is you get uh, the benefit of feeling good about yourself i i don't even feel that anymore i don't you know like ooh i knocked it out no Mm-mm. well the system the system is kind of designed for us to be chasing our tail and you know <laughs> And capitalism in this country is um, so factory-oriented and supremacist-guided that everything ends up being about saving money and in- increasing, you know, it, it doesn't change the work, It just and it doesn't change the workforce. It just, you do more for less. And at the end of the day, what it does to your body long-term, like there are a few unfortunate situations that I'd... Um, I tend to gravitate toward stories about later on in life, you know, like, and how folks literally, when they're not working that race, you know, they, they are either not well or they die. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But and that, see, that's not going to be my story. No, <laughs> my, yeah. You know, because I actually, I know of people who've done my job, and retired and died a year after they retired. Now, I've heard a lot of those stories working for the city. Yep. It, it, it's just, I, to me, you, you retire, you live a healthy life. That's when you win. You know, you win. I won. <laughs> you know, let me let me get an extra twenty years after I retire. Then I I, I won. I, I I led a successful life. You know, because well. So, okay, how do you measure success? Peace. I mean, if we were doing rapid fire right now, if you say success, I'd say peace, peace of mind, peace of spirit, internal peace. You you have internal peace when you are good with yourself, when you are comfortable in your life, your surroundings, in your actions, um, your your accomplishments and your failures. Peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
your mm-hmm. growth, your your what you see, your your um contributions, you look at them, you you feel like that's you did a good job or if you did something that was less than a good job, you see where you can improve upon it and you decide is that something worth your effort to go back and improve it. If you look at if you look at that thing, whatever it is, and and you say, nah, it's not worth my time. But well, then you learn something about yourself, about that thing, or you know, you regardless, you learn something. You're gonna everything mm-hmm. is a teachable moment, mm-hmm. and and if it doesn't sit well with you, it's up to you to fix it. Thank you for that. You know, because I think that it's important to ask yourself that question, you know, um, at least once, but maybe some do it quarterly, maybe some do it, you know, annually, but ask yourself how you measure success. What is that to you? You know, what are you, what are you either working for? What do you wish to aspire, you know, in, in life? And I, I believe, you know, as I watch and, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a, a child of the culture, so to speak, and it's some folk out here rolling through are not well, you know, and wellness is paramount. You know, you cannot measure success in things or things that you've acquired because guess what? You're not taking that SLX to the grave. You're not taking those, the monopoly you've built in a whatever it is to the grave. None of those those things that you can touch, you are taking to the grave. Exactly. You know, what's, what's that saying? You ain't never seen a, a brink truck following a, following a, 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 a grave or, yeah. you know, whatever that is. I, yeah. I don't mess it up. But <laughs> right. you're, you're, not, you're not doing it. So a lot of folks are spending their lives trying to acquire things and impress one, impress folks that don't give a fuck about you. That's one. Acquire money that you can't take with you. That's two. Now, now, now don't get me wrong, you know, um, being comfortable to be able to do certain things, you know, is helpful. But if you are spending your life chasing the bag and you think there's some glory to that, please reexamine, please, you know, because time is something you can't get back again, and it can be ended at a moment's notice. And then it's like, what? What is your legacy? What do you? What do you have? What have you acquired? How many lives did you touch? Because a lot of folks is out here rolling like a dressed up garbage can. You know, they are spiritually and, and mentally viscerated, basically. Yeah, depleted, but, you but know? You, like you popping, you know what I mean? And and you're so not. Your character is flawed tremendously. You know what's and, funny? You, you're so on point with that, Therese. Um, I was, as I was getting myself ready today, um, this morning, I looked outside because I haven't been outside in over a week, probably in about a week, whatever it is, right? But I know I want to go out today, you know, get a couple of things, you know, go shopping for a few things, right? And I said to myself when I passed the mirror, I said, well, Javon, you have to shovel the car. You got to clean the car up. You got to get the snow and the ice away from the car in order to move it. And you got your cute jeans on. Now, just the idea that I said I have cute jeans, I've never. <laughs> That's the right laugh. Isn't that funny coming from me? Because 
I, I just never think. Well, why is this funny? But, but, it is funny. I'm, it's I'm funny. not laughing at it. I just think it's adorable. That's what I'm laughing. No, it, it brings me joy. <laughs> but but the funny thing is that it's it's funny to me because I know me and how I am. I don't. Apparently, I was going to say I don't have cute jeans. I apparently I do, and I'm wearing them. But I never think in terms of that, like my clothes, you know, oh, that's my good. You know, I do have like, okay, this I have to wear to work. This I would never wear to work, you know, that kind of thing. And that's it. This you wear when you're going somewhere, you have to look nice so you don't embarrass people. This you can wear whenever the hell you want to wear it and don't care what nobody say, you know, that kind of thing. But cute. Just the idea that that came to my brain is very interesting. And what I say that to say that things are not as important to me as my mental. Like, there are certain things that are important to me, like this microphone, because it's helping me to do what we're doing right now. This is probably right now in this moment one of the most important prized possessions that I have, this little microphone. It's just like in terms of possessions, physical things, things. I'm not chasing the Joneses or whoever the hell they are. You know, it's like, but what what I want, what what I really all I want is peace. I just I just want. You say that like that's a you know peace is a big thing. Yeah, but it's so priceless. Yes, but and it's it's it's. It's in the distance for me. Okay. And and w- so so then tell me this: How do you prepare for peace when it's coming? How do you prepare for it? All right. So first thing I have to do, and what I have been working on, is making sure my ducks are in the row. So I I have determined the bare minimal amount of money. Because you have to have money to survive. You gotta you gotta eat. Unless unless you got somebody that's guaranteed to feed you for the rest of your life. <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. even then you can't guarantee it. But if unless you, you have like a, a multi million dollar something that cannot be vanquished. Or have your money working for you while you sleep. Right. You you have to you have to have some kind of financial something. And I've I've not really planned well to be honest, you know, but I'm planning now. I'm planning like a ma because I want to be able to have peace in the next 5 years. Okay. Right? Okay. So okay. so so once once if if I don't have to take a job that I that doesn't fit me, that doesn't give me peace, that doesn't add, mm-hmm. that I don't love, <clears throat> then I'll be at peace. I'll be at peace as long as, see, what I'm coming to learn is that I can't control, well, not coming to learn, what I've learned over life's lesson for me has been that I can't control other people. Mm-hmm. I can't control what they say, what they do, how they respond. 
Mm-hmm. Um, True. If if I take a job, I have to accept the consequences of that, which is there may be some chores that I may not want to do. And and you have you, but I have to do it to the best of my ability. Period. I don't I don't I don't want to do anything I don't want to do anymore. So I have to work to that mm-hmm. end. So once that happens, once mm-hmm. once um I'm in the position to no longer deal with people can people can mess up a reality can mess up a, a wet dream. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you mm-hmm. can love somebody from a distance, want them, crave them, whatever, and you get them and it's like ill. <laughs> They're human. Be careful what you ask. You know that's right because you might get it. Right. You know, um, you could you can have a dream about a job, and then when you get that, well, you could have a dream career, and that career becomes a job. Let's put it like that. Um, and sometimes things that you love can sour hmm. and you can still love it. You can still love aspects of it, but maybe it doesn't fit you anymore because you outgrow it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny um, that the sure fire thing that you cannot fail at is your own self work. Like you can't change the situation of a job that you don't control. The only true thing that you can control is yourself. You know, the only true thing that's worthy of that is yourself. You know, that's the only thing that cannot be duplicated because let's be clear after you, after you leave jobs, they will replace you. You know, let's be clear that our education system in this country grooms you to have to be an employee, not a boss or owner, you know? So that's a mindset in and of itself. The way they are messing around, and I say they, meaning the government and whoever else is controlling these IRAs and 401ks, you're lucky if you see it at a certain point. Mm-hmm. For, those who, for those of us who are paying attention to the, to the financial uh, crisis that we have been in, you know, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors here, people. And, you know, and it's, it's all coming to a head, you know, and the only thing, the only bet that's worth it today is bet on you, bet on black, bet on you and spend that time invested in things like what you need to feel to be good, you know, um, your mental health, your your uh, the health of your families, the 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 self esteem. Thank you, Pete Boogie. Self worth. You know all those things, and, and surround yourself with true like minded people, and 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 being like minded in that sense, a people that understand that and are going to be willing to challenge you and support you. You know when you look like you're off your square, right? Because let's be clear. Let's be clear. There are people that will fight you to remain sick. Yeah. In suffering. And they'll make you sick before they get better. 
fucking with them. <laughs> okay? Absolutely. All right, so just, just, just be, let's be real clear. So you kind of have to have a, a grace in your centering on a, on a daily basis and, and stock up on things that bring you joy and stock up on things that bring you uh, wellness and stock up on self-care and those kind of things. That is not, a, that is not a, a cliche. That is a real. And, it, and if you walk out of this, if we walk out of this pandemic, because trust and believe there'll be something else coming behind it, good people, please. You know, it's just the way, it's just the way this country is set up. You know, it, it's got so many amazing things, don't get me wrong, but it's got so many things, other things that are designed to take people with cellular trauma, and by that I mean black and brown folk, mostly, people with cellular traumas, whether it affects you or not, there are things in our cells that make us predisposed to things that are going on in this country. So, please. If I can say nothing else, you know, let's not be dressed up garbage cans, you know, let's not do that to ourselves, you know, and continue to check your friends that look like they're off their square, you know, even if, even at the, at the risk of whatever, you know, a love check is just what it is. And if they don't respond the way you feel they should respond or they're not responding to it, just keep them in prayer, but don't, don't, don't expose yourself to any more trauma than you may have in your, in your Central nervous system, you know, exactly. women have it. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's it's real out here. You know, I see people in pain and suffering every day, and fighting to stay sick and suffering, and you don't fucking have to. You just don't. You know, it's it's funny. You know what? Let, first of all, let me just uh, remind everybody that we now have enabled the system so that you can call into the basement and join the conversation. The number is 347-996-5394. Press 1. Let us know that you want to speak, and um, we will bring you on um, because we want to hear you if we can. And, um, you know, that's that's that. The other thing is I, I think we ought to peel the onion. Uh Uh-oh. so funny the last piece of that when when we're on the screen and you're going like this I feel like we're back on <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> I psych myself out <laughs> every time every time every time so yeah so 
so this show is becoming therapy for me, to be honest, in certain ways. I'm learning so much about myself through this show. Um, and I feel like even though I do understand that this is a very public broadcast, mm-hmm. I feel comfortable exposing my inner thoughts because nice. of the um the vibe first of all because I'm looking at you I I'm I'm looking at you so so I feel like you know this is Javon and Therese you know speaking about these things and I but I do realize that there are so many other people with different um different reasons for listening. I'll say that. Some people we know and some people we don't know. Right? Okay. But it doesn't it doesn't matter when when I'm talking to you on this show who's listening. Um I know what I am not at liberty to say publicly and so I don't do those things but what I am always at liberty to talk about is about me and how I feel mm-hmm. and what I will say is that I am eternally grateful for all that I have and all that I've gone through it's made me who I am in this moment um, I appreciate everything and everybody, to be honest. Um, good times and bad times. I really do appreciate even the bad times because that's how you learn, you grow. You know, I don't believe in going through things. I believe in growing through things. Because um, if you go through it, you're going to go through it again. But you have to grow through it so that you don't go that way again. Um but I am in this stressful situation, um, not situation, just period, you know. And I think it's the same stressful period that everybody is in in the world probably with the pandemic and everything, although different countries and states even um, deal with everything differently. Families, you know, when it becomes nuclear, um, each individual deals with things um, differently. Um, I just feel like, and it's a feeling, not a fact, but you can't help how you feel. You know what I mean? Great that you had the capacity to separate because feel, feelings will get you, feelings will get you fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, absolutely. They're so in internal that they can disguise themselves as facts. Exactly. To you because that's all you got. Exactly. Until you get another word or you allow yourself to be open to getting something else that helps you with those feelings. But one thing is guaranteed about feelings. They will always change. They do. They do. Like the weather. Like they the do. weather, you know. Um, and although feelings aren't facts, it is a fact that we feel. Right. So, you know, with that being said, 
Um, you can start off in one mood and, and flip to the other mood, and it's up to you to do what is necessary to um, fix that mood. Renee says, peace is a continued state of internal being. We have to live in peace, walk in peace, love in peace, work in peace. I agree with that 100%. Yes, yes. Um, feelings, nothing more than feelings, right? Um, she says, whatsoever state I am in, peace can be in every part of it. Peace comes forth when wisdom is allowed, the grace to show herself fully clothed in her beauty of natural splendor. I'm going to leave that right there. Bang, bang, bang. Yes, Renee. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, but I, I've, I've been fighting every day not to allow myself to just fall into a deep damn depression and it is really a struggle and I have to remind myself that Javon you just feel that way it's okay you feel that way but that's not true keep moving mm-hmm. none mm-hmm. of the, that stuff is not true mm-hmm. and even if it is true you still got to do what you got to do so do mm-hmm. do your job whatever mm-hmm. it is in that moment do what mm-hmm. you have to do and mm-hmm. get up let me tell you something Jay <laughs> Let me tell you something. There are some people that are put on this planet, and, and I kind of, I, I kind of make it a game for myself because the more peaceful and the more aligned that you show up, okay, or when you make a conscious decision not to engage in a general area of chaos, when you are over there in your own little oasis. And the chaos is is the size of this size, and you're over here, and here's the chaos. You're over here, and here's the chaos down here. And when you make a conscious decision not to cross over where where Gen Pop is, trust and believe you'll be called and and deemed so many things. People will in question will question your choices. They will question your competency. They will question everything that comes with it to try to attack or, or, or assassinate your character. Yeah. That's just what comes with it. In fact, it's almost like a game um, uh, for me in a sense. And, I, and I'll, I'll give you through my own personal, something you said resonated in a huge way. Because, you know, when folks cannot push you off your square because they're misery, and, and, and understand something, baby, miserable, miserable people attract more miserable people hmm. and you can have a miserable gang of people that are in an institution and when yeah. you decide that you want to choose peace over that or you want you don't want the chaos or you're, you're doing things in your like you got to ask yourself how you show up you know because if you have shown up to be your best and your best can change at any given time but if you've done your best even if it wasn't good enough for whatever, if you if you can say to yourself, this was the best I knew how to do at this time, then that's it. Yeah. You cannot spend a majority of your time breaking yourself down and feeling less than when you've done what your best is. Now, you know your best can change at any given moment. The more tools you put in, the more things, you, whatever it is, doesn't matter. But people do not determine your best. You do. This is true. That's true. That's true. 
especially people in chaos. Because right. they'll make it look like, you know, because again, there's the saying, all people need certain people. Let me just eat that. A place to sleep, a place to eat, and somebody to blame. Mm. You understand? That's, uh. that's all that the, that people that, that show up that way need. I'm I'm not kidding you. Yeah. And and apply that circumstance to any situation where you see an abundance of chaos. When you check out of the chaos, it's almost like I'll be back. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'll be back when there's no chaos. Because even when you, you know, when you try to insert something that may make sense and people for whatever reason, because it's not popular, you know, and they don't understand it, it becomes something different for them. So it's like, uh. Oh, then you'll get them. We can't because, okay, you can't because. Stay in your chaos because that seems to be working for you. Despite what you say, you like the chaos. Stay there. Stay right there. All will be back. Yeah, yeah. Between chaos and being bullied, I, I mm. and and you know what? Bullying shows up in a lot of ways. Now, are you working from home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm not talking about physical bullying. No, we don't do that. I'll tell you a story after we take this call about, and and that's probably going to change the whole topic because it's very funny. But physical, I'm not talking about, I'll tell you about physical bullying. Um, You know about my height, my um, vertical challenge, right? (laughs) So we'll talk about that. But um. What I'm talking about in terms of bullying, that could be something as simple as micromanagement. Mm-hmm. That's what that is, mm-hmm. you know, when it's not necessary. If 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 you're if you're if you're completing your task in your way, why am I all up in your space? But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Javon. Let him do it. It's like, oh, you, you want to take this on? Because I, I believe I have it. But if you want to take it on, because you know, go ahead, great I am. That's, that's no how problem. I feel about it. That's, that's, but that's, that's, that's how people. I feel about it. But that, you know, it's like, if, if, like, listen, you listen. know, you know, what can, what, that's what you call, that's what you call someone that was a control issue and an ego. And you're I, I that's just, not the it, it just, it just doesn't work for me. I just, Oh Lord, how many years did I say? Okay, let's take this call. Let's take this call. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's, that's somebody with a tremendous just, control issue to go. Let do it. I am just so tired. I am just so friggin' fragging. That's why I said, let them do it. Hey, Loretta, you on the air? Hey, Javon. Hey, Therese. So. Oh, Lord, we got a little feedback. Can you guys hear me? Because I'm driving and I'm getting a major echo. If if you're echoing, it's because you are listening to us on more than one device or system. So if you're if you're still listening from YouTube or Facebook, you have to step out of that. No, I logged that off because I'm in the car. Oh, okay, but we don't hear, I don't hear an echo from you. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it's just on my end. So I'm not going to not gonna hold you guys long because I really need to concentrate uh, and not have any road rage. But, you know, a couple of things I wanted to share. First of all, did I say good morning? Good morning. How y'all doing? Everybody all right? Yeah, we yeah, are all right. We're good. We're good. 
Okay, so, you know, a couple of things that I wanted to just throw out there um, or piggyback on, inner peace being one of them. Um, You know, as you guys know, I went through my health challenge a few years ago, and one of the things that I, you know, had to come to grips with was uh, peace within and letting go of uh, negativity and persons that um, tend to bring, number one, chaos into my life, or persons that just, um, you know, that just didn't show up in my life uh, like I've showed up in their life. Um, So, you know, I've had to learn to kind of let that go because I had to focus on me. Uh, It was definitely a hard lesson to learn, but maybe if you don't get out the way. Uh, But I've learned that lesson, and I, um, sorry, and I definitely, um, I think I've come out a lot better for it, from learning it, I should say. I just want to throw that out there. Um, Loretta, I'm sorry. Are you yeah. driving? And, and I am. Maybe do you want to pull over or call us when you're not driving? I'm, yeah, you're making uh, Pop nervous. Uh, no, no, I'm good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. You got the hands-free thing going on, right? Uh, I'm hands-free, yeah. Okay. yeah I'm, I'm touching nothing but the steering wheel. All right. As long as as long as as long as both hands are on the on the wheel, we're good. Yeah. Both okay. hands are on the wheel. Well, actually, one hand because I don't drive with both hands on the steering wheel, but you know. Okay. I'm yeah, not gonna ask what you're doing with that other hand. Uh, it's it's actually on the gear shift. That's just kind of where I rest it, and it's not a stick shift. It's just habit. Just um, habit but, holding uh, on to that. Yeah, but it's all good. Uh, but, you know, that's basically what I wanted to just share. You know, inner peace is is number one in my, um, for my way of being. You know, I have to I have, to just have that inner peace. Like, I can't deal with the drama. Um, I don't really have the patience. Um, I, I'm, even more, I'm even less patient now than I was prior to my uh, health issues, and, you know, I'm really quick to cut you off and not think any more of it, you know, because when I get to the point of cutting you off, I've already gone way above, way beyond, you know, so I just feel like, okay, you know what, it's, it's, it's a wrap, I'm not going to... You know, not gonna call, I'm not gonna show up, I'm not gonna do. You need me, call me, but I'm not gonna. I am not going to reach out. That's pretty much it. That's all I got. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I can't. You know, I can't do it. I can't. I'm always the person, you know, in my in my circle. I am always the person that calls, texts, follows through. I'm like, yeah, I can't. Uh, 
you know, we all go through our own struggles of issues in life. And I'm like, you know what? I can't. I can't be that person for you anymore. However, if they call me, you know, I'll take the call and I'll talk to them, but I'm I'm not going to be the first one to make the first move or make that uh, attempt. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, thank you, Loretta, for calling. All right. And all for right. sharing that. As always, as always, nothing but love for you all. Uh, Rez, uh, tell you and the missus, um, that interview y'all did last night was top tier. Top tier. Although she didn't really let you get too many words in, but you got your points in, but we understand how she, <laughs> how she rolled. Uh, and we love her for it because um, that's you know, that's what she is, and we love her for it. Uh, so you guys just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, Devon, keep holding it down. Team Shaka all day. Uh, love y'all, and I'm going to sign off. I'm on, the, I'm on the highway doing the, um, the alleged speed limit. So. It's be careful with the alleged speed limit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. I'm keeping up with the flow of traffic. It's all good. It's all good. Just be okay. careful, Loretta. We love you, baby. I will. I love uh-huh. you all back. All right. Talk Happy Valentine's later. Day a little early. All Thank right. you, y'all baby. Be good. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. She said the alleged. I call it a suggestion because I. Listen, y'all better be careful out here. This black ice doing the alleged speed limit. Loretta, you better be careful. I know you're still listening. Be careful. Yeah, I. I haven't been driving in a while. And actually, since I haven't been driving daily, I noticed that I don't drive as fast when I do drive. I'm a, I'm more nervous as a driver now because I'm not out there regularly. I think, I don't know, but. I'm not driving has, has really um, done so much uh, just for my peace, actually, you know. I don't like to pick, I don't like driving like in the city around you. Know, although you know, don't get me wrong, I'm a good driver. I like to I like to drive long distance. I should say that. You're right. you know, that, that that brings me so much joy. Long distance driving, good sounds in the car, a great conversationalist or a co-pilot that can take over any given time, like road trips. Yeah, I like to drive. Mm-hmm. I like I like to drive long distances. I like I like road trips, like you said. Um, I, I don't mind that it takes hours to get there. I, I like scenery. I I love um nature and you know and also just to see, you know? That's like one of my bucket list things to drive cross country. Oh, you know stops that you know things that I've wanted to see that I haven't. Right. <clears throat> a lot of great things to see in this country, you know, yeah. like I have I've never been to the Grand Canyon. I'd like to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Constance, I don't know why it is that when people see an ambulance, they tend to drive faster to stay in front of you guys. I personally try to stay right behind you because you're going to clear the way for me. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's what it is, Constance. It's folks that want to get either in front of, because y'all are lights and sirens. So, and that's really disrespectful. It really is. Yeah, I try to stay behind you, you know, I, and, and also because I'm trying to protect you. <laughs> nice. Oh, okay. 
if y'all want to chime in with the conversation, you can call into the basement and speak to myself and Therese. I, I just want to lift something that I just read. Our minds are not created to witness such vast amounts of human tragedies, deaths, and utter chaos. Depression and anxiety are natural reactions to witnesses to such events in one's life. Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. That's trauma. That's trauma. That's trauma. And on top of the trauma that already exists, there is more trauma. Exactly. Some of, us, some of us get through or some of us think that doing things or ignoring it is, is you can't. It's a current that's out there. And what you can do is manage your own systems well enough and equip your own systems well enough to get through it, you know, to get through it. Support systems, reach out to a good therapist. I can't say that enough. Exactly. You know? So do I have Renee, that and, and Shout out to Renee Lewis because she is a therapist. You know, Mo sent, or you and Mo had sent, a li- Mo sent me a list of therapists, black people of color therapy stuff. For the next show, I'll try to have that list uploaded. Um, But you know what? Now that you say that, um, Renee, you must be an absolutely wonderful therapist. I'm going to have to call upon you because this week and leading up to this week, have been <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I'm laughing. I love you, mom. I love you so much. Like finally. And what 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 she's probably talking about is that she's been able to figure out how to see us again. Oh. Hey mom. And mom, you can always call in the number to call. I'll put it up here so that you can see it if you want to call and say hi. Three four seven nine nine six five three nine four. Right. I'm trying to see. Yeah, say it again. I'm sorry. Three four seven nine nine six five three nine four. Come in and join the conversation. I'm trying to see where Pop. These um comments, you know, they it's hard to find them here sometimes for me. But anyway, from my perspective on this thing. But anyway, um, so. Last week, this this week has been really, really difficult for me. And leading up to this week was mm-hmm. really difficult for me. And I didn't know why. I guess I, I blame everything on the job because the job is so damn stressful. So it must be the job, right? The job, the job, the job. Plus these the people... <laughs> you know this political situation and it's more than just political it's the country that we live in so um i know there are people that you know this ain't my country well this is my country god damn it that's what it says on my passport it's the country that i was born in this is my country this is the country i've served in the way that i serve and where where i pay taxes and where i live it's well, mine. you may have to give yourself television and social media breaks. Right. But what, back to Renee's point, right? My cousin, who was like a little sister, 
passed away a year ago on February 8th. I've been so caught up in all the stuff, the stuff. And there have been so many deaths that I can't keep track. Speaking of what, which, and, Javon. Yeah, so, so, but I just want to say this. I, I feel like I've been mourning. I'm mourning everything, but not pinpointing grief. Grief. It's grief. And it's been a year since Danny's been gone. So I'm thinking, you know, that, that feeling of mourning a, lo- a loved one. I'm thinking, um, still missing my dad. I'm still, you know, this one died, just found out that one died. You know, it's just, it's more death and destruction than my poor sensitive love ball heart can take. I mean, and then right after she died, a couple of months later, her father died, who was also someone very dear and special to me. So it's a lot. I'm sorry. What were yeah. you going to say? It, it, yeah, yeah. And thank you, Renee. You know, um, one of the things, and, I, and I'll say this, Renee, publicly, um, because I know you, you know, um, one of the things I want to say about you publicly is that you have, um, she's the perfect balance of therapy. And, and I'm going to say this. Having I'm not, and I'm not someone who who um, sees her, but I see her socially, and I and you follow someone's spirit socially, and I've been connected to her in other ways, and I can say that she is an amazing balance of clinical and personal, meaning she understands um, what's necessary for one to thrive. You know, she she understands what's necessary for one to kind of you know, like like for us that for us that have these occupations that are, are people centric, you know, we must allow a, a balance. You know, I had a great conversation with a with a doctor friend of mine who was just learning that because he spent most of his life in academia, you know, getting the various, you know, certifications and qualifications to, to be to be able to practice. And it his his work-life balance was so, it's, it's so uneven. And he's finally saying to himself at this age that he is now, he's middle-aged now, and he's saying, you know, I have to incorporate some more social stuff. And he says to me, Therese, well, what, what's going on? Tell me what's going on in the world. I need to do, I need to do something different because it needs, to, it needs to balance itself out, you know? But um, I just, I want to say this. I want to give folks a piece of information for those um, of you who do not know this because it is coming. For anyone who has lost a loved one in 2020 due to the coronavirus, um, uh, AOC has an initiative that she's been working on for a long time and is to get funeral uh, reimbursement, $7,000, I think it is, um, back to families that have lost someone due to coronavirus. So, and they're like maybe three or four things that you need to be able to, to um, seek the funds when it's ready. Um, But you should, if you have start getting the folks or getting these things in place, I think one of the death certificates that says coronavirus, other things that may help, but um, they're trying to get at least, at least, I know that, you know, 
anything that can help in some of the, the financial hardships that, you know, did occur for folks that were lost. And then we had a lot of people that were doing a lot of burying and a lot of services in 2020. And it is what it is, but they are, they are, she has been pushing to get this initiative based on her own trauma. And see, here's where, um, and thank you, Pete Boogie, for the um, information when it came, because I was able to spend some time to drill down on some of the stuff um, that, that uh, inspired it and who had been working on it. And uh, it was birthed out of her own trauma. You know, um, she witnessed something as a small child and realized, was able to realize and discern what hardships came with that burying folks that you may not have had the money to do, you know? Um, and as a result, with all of the stuff that occurred in 2020 and it's still happening, you know, I don't want to give you the illusion that the pandemic is not still happening. It's still happening. Um, she and her constituents decided to get this thing pushed in past. So I think it starts, um, March or May of this year to do the reimbursements, but look out for it, Google it, um, you know, and, and share, 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 please, because it, it can be helpful for a lot of people. Absolutely. I saw, I saw that on the news yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Elisa, if you're asking how tall I am, not much taller than that. <laughs> about about that height. Thank you very much. <laughs> Misty J, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That has to be very, very hard. And mm-hmm. I hope that you are talking to someone. Um or, you know, I'm just sending love and prayers your way. Absolutely. And hugs. Yeah. Hugs too. Hugs matter. I think, you know, I'm going to, you know, uh, co-sign Marsha Hugs and her hug ministry because I do believe that, you know, physical contact and hugging somebody is a, is a great joy of mine. You know, I've always been a hugger. Yeah, I, I, I'm a hugger too. Yep, 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 yep. Whose idea was it to put you on those blocks when you were little? Well, that you know, I'm sure it was this person. <laughs> and the older you, you get, the more people you know will die. <sighs> That's true. I know. Ma, somebody, you know, it's like that. Yeah. When you get old, when you're getting older, you know, folks, folks are going to, you know, we know, and it's, and it's unfortunate. Speaking of deaths, we lost another jazz legend. Yeah. Um, Chick Corea. Yeah. Chick Corea, man. That was another one. You know, I'm just, um, boy, heaven has a choir, orchestra, conductors, like, man, heaven is popping right now. Yep. Yep. Matter of fact, we could... Well, I, you know, speaking of Shaka Khan, she actually did a CD with Chick. <laughs> Since we were talking about it anyway. And um, I guess I could play one of those classic songs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
Would you say who who would play me in a in a movie about myself? Nope, not having that. But if there was a movie about me, the question is, who would play Shaka Khan? <sighs> like that that's the real question. I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, let's play this. Thank you. 
You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. And call us 6954. You are on the air. What's your name and where are you calling from? Good morning. This is Miss TJ. Um, I just wanted to call in and speak on like passive aggressive bullying since we were on that topic. Um, I tend to be one of those people who speaks for everyone. And a lot of the times it comes from just being that person. Like, I fight for myself. I'm a non traditional student. I put myself through school. I've been independent since I was 16. I was adopted. I've lived in foster care. So I've had a lot of experiences and learned to really stand up for myself. And then people see that and they get inspired but they don't really get inspired to work for themselves. They get inspired to move closer to me so that I can work for them. And as an adult, I've had to really understand that and separate myself from that because for a long time, I felt like that was my calling. That was what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to speak for other people, but these same people don't speak for you. You know, like they'll sit there and you know, they'll stand by you like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know, you know, how I'm going to make it through this problem. You know, waiting for you to speak up for them. And then when you have a problem, when you're on the chopping block, they're like, well, you're the one that spoke up. Um, so I've had to really, one, acknowledge that and understand that people are that way. And then, two, one, step away from some stuff, like especially during covid you can't defend everybody. You can't take up for everybody, and that doesn't make you a bad person. And I had to really learn how to tell myself that because people will judge you for not being around people even though those same people are, like, draining you of all of your energy and your positivity. Um, so I just wanted to say that. And also to thank you guys for really inspiring me to be okay with being that person that stands up and says what they want to. Because I've had a lot of people who didn't like the fact that I use fuck often. You know, it was like, oh, that's a bad word. You can't use that word. And then they'll sit there and make it seem like it has something to do with your education level. When I'm very educated and highly loquacious, I just use whatever word I feel comfortable using. So, um this show has really been a great outlet for me, and I just wanted to say thank you for that. Oh, Bye. my goodness. Well, thank you. Thank you so very much. And yeah. in terms of being um, the person that always, you know what? She's singing my song, Rez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. You know, that's that's brilliant. And, you know, and like I said, before tribe is important because, you know, it, you would not be the only one there. You, you have to kind of find a team where everybody's a shooter on it, you know, because you, yeah, you, you can't take on other people's stuff. And I'm glad that you decided to separate from the pack because there's something unique about you, you know, um, that's not commonplace, but you will like, you know, they say morph to a flame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's right. And so, And let me just say that, you know, I have found myself, in numerous meetings, always being the one to voice the consenting or the dissenting, rather, opinion of my team. Oh, that makes you difficult. Be careful. Right. 
Exactly. I have become the difficult one to manage. I am the one who, mm-hmm. if anyone is going to be the one to voice the issue, it's going to be Javon. And um, it's very frustrating. It's very difficult. And silently, everyone else is sitting around either waiting for me to speak up, nodding, Mm-hmm. in agreement but not saying anything or they'll mm-hmm. chime in after mm-hmm. with their perspective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um a lot of good that did you when it's time to face the right the, but the but the bottom line is that i'm i'm viewed as someone who uh you're viewed as let me let me say this before you answer that you're viewed as someone that can't be manipulated and that can be intimidating for people who need to manipulate to exist. Do you understand? I know what it feels like and I know what they want it to feel like. They want you quiet. They want you silence. They don't want you calling out deficits. They don't want you um, uh, trying to figure out things that could be better. They don't want to. There is a, a certain comfort people have. That's what I, back to what I was saying earlier. There is a comfort that people have staying sick. And before they get well, they will fuck you up in the process. Right. You understand? That's why when you're in unhealthy situations, you must always, one, keep your, keep your understanding about what it is, but also work to, to remove yourself from it. Because the reality is sick and suffering is just what it is. And it can be a gang of sick and suffering folk, you know, and that are looking to, that, that, that will hire you to cure it or fix it. When they know damn well they don't want it fixed. Yeah. It's well, cooperating in chaos. The only the only time that I don't speak up normally is if I don't care. I don't care. Whatever y'all do, that's what you do. I am finding myself more and more and it's intentional to say, Javon, don't say anything. Just be quiet. And that's loud, too. You don't win there when people have already... When people know what your spirit are. I've heard people say, Therese ain't saying nothing. Oh, boy. Because they yep. embrace themselves because they need that. Yep. You know? And when I'm quiet, I realize that that's louder than anything I can say out of my mouth sometimes. <laughs> because here's the reality. You know, in my head, I'm saying, y'all know it's fuckery. I know it's fuckery and y'all know it's fuckery. I'm not going to lend any more of my spirit to this. Yep. The spirit I can't get back, you know, because I because because out of the options, you can apply yourself to things that are working and people that want to be well, yeah, and don't just gaslight and 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 are not ruling things with their ego. And then and then they they try to elicit a response when you try to be quiet, and it's like what the what do you want from me? Do you really want to know what I think, or do you really not want to know what I think? I, at this point, I don't want to share what I think anymore. It, it doesn't make a goddamn bit of difference anyway. Until people are committed to brainstorming around solutions, um, we've done enough fact-finding. We know what the issues are. Now, now there's always more money to throw at the education of it all. Ooh, you know, wow. It's called educational arrogance. 
you know, it's a great book about educational arrogance. You know, there's some people that um, educate and want to pontificate studies and things to come back to the same old shit, just another way of stalling and another way of gaslighting and another way of, basically it's power hungry folk that just want to stay complicit to what's necessary to fix it. Hey, Sage. Sage says too many people have become complacent in mediocrity and trying to fit into an unnatural construct. Excellence and individuality is frowned upon. However, that's where we are courageous. That's fire and that's Sage. Yeah. I'm also... This is, you know, what I'm saying is not just in work situations. Right. This is, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be clear about that. This has to do with family and friends and all that other stuff, too. Right. I find that I'm always the one um, to say something, you know. You were on that call with at my mother's Zoom party. I don't know if you were there when something went awry. And I I don't know if you were there. I saw something that was going on. And I said, Javon, okay, first of all, this Zoom party is not the time. <laughs> I'll do it. And then... The next day, I was like, everybody's grown. Mind your business. By the second day, I couldn't hold it no more. I just couldn't. That's just because why? Because I care. Because yeah. I care. If if I love you and I see harm in your way, like you're going to be harmed or setting yourself up or, you, you know, the your pants are on fire. I'm not going to sit there and let you burn. I just can't. Well, sometimes, I mean, I you know, it's so funny. There's, there's a grace and a, and a beauty because there's a grace and a beauty to remaining quiet. You know, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying not speak out on injustices. I'm not saying, but I'm saying for your own soul, let's like, yeah. sometimes the word selfish is not a bad thing. The selfish means self-preservation. You know, right. and and electing yourself to insert here on somebody else's drama and peace. I mean, somebody else's drama basically may not be what you need to do. Right, right. Which no, it's true. Saying that's really not okay. It, it's true. Up until the point that I can be at peace with my role, because you know, I always think, God forbid, something should happen and I didn't or say I didn't do or say anything. Then I have to live with that, you know. And therein lies my issue. Like, like I was saying earlier, you know, if I look at the situation, okay, am I going to be all right? Letting it go. Give, give. I have to give myself some time to wusa to think before I speak, because you know, it, it's not every pond I must dip my toe in, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's yeah. That that is fact, 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 fact. Yeah, everything ain't yours. Right, you know what I mean? Right. right. And honestly, in the wonderful world of Zoom, whenever you have chaos, you know that's why I like hosting Zooms. You know, mm-hmm. because if chaos shows up on a Zoom that I'm hosting, oh, that's immediately taken care of. 
that gives me joy. Oh, oh, really? I'll tell you what. I'll put y'all in this breakout room so y'all can duke it out. <laughs> interrupting the ecosystem I'm trying to create here. Or, or, or I'll just remove you until you're having a better day. How's that? You know? That's it. Because we're all not showing up and seeing that. I also want to have grace and mercy for folks that are having bad days that I know and blessed to know the core of them. So when they're having a bad day, I don't judge that against everything I know about the person. Unless your bad days, you know, pre-exist COVID. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like COVID, you're getting you're getting a few you're getting a few breaks here. Because I recognize that this level of trauma on top of bullshit that you have not fixed well before COVID does not do the body good. Because we got folks out here really fucked up in the game. Please understand. And you know, yeah. it's been a hard and you know, and everybody, you know, if you are a ratchet, fucked up individual before COVID, chances are that only kicked more fuel in that area. Yeah. Or now you sitting in a room alone. And all you, the only person you can fuck with is yourself. <laughs> and they'll, they'll try. They will try. Ah. I got a friend, Debbie. She used to call them earth disturbers. Mm-hmm. They will try to shake the ground under your feet because they can't get. Trust me. And, and what you do is, and, and my power right now is in prayer. I have, I have to pray. I just yeah. have to because I'm not going to get involved physically. I know what I have to maintain in order to be sane in the world. You know, my family, friends, to be sane in the world. And I'm just going to sit. I'm, I'll make one attempt to try to, hey, and if that's rejected or that's not respected, go off and, and go off into the sunset, my G. Exactly. exactly. You know, I'll pray for you over here. But you know you're being fucked up. And that that part in your core, you'll have to live with. Exactly. You can't, you can't unsay, you can't undo some things. You know what I mean? And like you said last night, you can't unhear a thing. And by the way, y'all are cute. I'm like, is it just because I love them that they're so fucking adorable? Aww, I just want, you. if I could have put my, squeeze, give you both a little pinch on the cheek. We don't do a lot of interviews together, but we have fun when we do, you know. Y'all are just fucking adorable, man. Just adorable. Thank you, thank like, you, thank you. And funny, oh my God. But remember, I sent you that, um, whatever, those bloopers from that thing when we would videotape in that um, election thing? Y'all, yeah. y'all are just hysterical to me. I, I mean, especially your wife. She's just... Oh, she's banana. Yeah, I can't, I can't even... Talk. I have never had a conversation with her, probably except when my father died. We might have had a conversation. And I didn't think it was funny. But other than that, every time I talk to her, I crack up. <laughs> and she's not trying to be. She's funny when she's not actually trying to be. Exactly. She's just herself, and it's just like. <laughs> exactly. And Loretta says, you know, like people think that I don't uh, uh, speak much. I do speak, you know, but when she's around, I do more laughing than 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 speaking, which is always my go-to. Like if I'm laughing, the world is good. You know, it's good to me. Love, love, love to laugh. Brazosexual. My dreams of marrying a six-foot woman completely extinguished less. <laughs> Brazosexual. Brazosexual. 
Miss DJ, I love you. <laughs> yes, yeah. your 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 um interview should be on uh yes. YouTube. Oh, the oh the interview that um Therese and, and Mo did last night. It's on Instagram. You can catch it on the oh. gram. Oh, okay. You talking about his? No, I think he's talking about yours. Okay. Catch it on the gram. The Blairisms. The Blairisms, yes. And actually, we need to get the Blairisms on this show. They are, a, first of all, they got some good, big things coming out. Um, and they can't talk about them yet, but love to get them on to talk about them when they come. Um, those brothers are doing some amazing things in the world, and they have um, they have a really fun-filled spirit, both of them, Brandon and Blair. Shout out to the Blairisms, Brandon and Blair. So, here is my story. When I was a teenager, I don't remember how old I was. And this goes back to the question of how tall I am and something about bullying. Um, I was a teenager. I was borrow I had borrowed my father's um boombox. You remember the big radios, huge oh, yeah. radio. I had a monster one. Right. And I was playing whatever it was I was playing and standing outside, you know, in the hood, you know, my little neighborhood PJs. And um this girl named Leslie Flood. Yes, I'm calling out your name, Leslie. I haven't heard from you in years. Ooh. But if you're listening, feel free to chime in. Leslie was probably the tallest and you know, the she's got girth. She was a she was a big girl. We we ended up friends later on, let me just say that. Okay. But All right. but this is the truth of the matter. Right? <laughs> okay. So Leslie was humongous to me, right? Probably about five eleven, five maybe I don't know. She was just very too tall than everybody, taller than all the dudes too. Right. Um and I was diminutive, right? And thin, because you know, when you're young, you cute and little. So I was short, little, whatever, but you couldn't tell me shit. Leslie came and touched my father's boombox and changed the station. I was like, yo, what you doing? What you Ooh. doing? Turned it back. I was like, don't, don't, don't mess with that, please. She said, I said I didn't want to hear it. And she, I was like, yo, what you doing? Yo, you know, I got serious. I was like, don't do that. That, that belongs to my father. She swung at me, swung down at me. And I jumped back, and let me tell you, I became offended. Not mad, but offended because our height difference. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always been a, a person who believed in justice. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, you are going to pick on me? You want to fight me? As big as you are, you want to fight me? Are you serious? I said, all right. Went to the garbage, got a bottle, cracked the bottle open, and jumped up on this bench. And it was like, yeah, bitch, I'm your height now. You know, I was young. I was young, right? Somebody must have called my my brother, my Uh-oh. older brother, who came out and got me. 
If I had a rag doll, I would show you exactly what he did. But let me take my little fan here. My brother put me, picked me up, put me under his arm. I'm like, I'll kill you, bitch. I'll kill you. <laughs> my brother took me home, carried me, you know, home under with boombox in one arm and me under the other arm. Oh. So yeah, me going straight. Ah, on, let me down, let me down. Ah, how dare she? <laughs> and it was it was not because she hurt me or because I was I was I, well clearly I must have been mad but I must have been angry but I was angry at the injustice the idea that she would pick on me I hadn't done anything to her we were cool we probably Lord knows what the night before you know what I'm saying not not. Not that, but you know, was probably hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Because she was one of my hangout. Not really. Whatever. Anyway. So yeah, that's my story. Well, shout out to Larry Love for coming to pick up his Pooh Bear in any kind of way. You know that's right. Yeah. That was just. Yep, that was just one of those things. So what did you do when you got home? Did he give you a brotherly conversation? Probably said stupid. Sit down. What are you doing? Probably well, something like yep, probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> you gonna say something? No, I was about to Okay. <laughs> yeah, Larry had his moments.
music break. (laughs) Nice, 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 nice. And now she can go to work with a happier spirit today. I'm, I'm, you know what? That right there is the point. That right there is the point. Yes. And actually, speaking of points, there have been a lot of folks that were asking about the festival, the LGBT Arts and Culture Music Festival, right? And um, I had a I had a, a team meeting yesterday, day, was it yesterday, day before? One of the days. Um, and uh, we are enhancing some of the safety measures for prevention. Now, we all know that prevention is, is a huge thing. And, you know, the saying in Alton Bit, prevention is worth a pound of cure. And nothing will um, absolve personal responsibility, but we are trying to do as much as possible to be able to ensure that folks are, are um, safer in, in uh, coming to hang out and, and partake in this year's festival on Memorial Day weekend at a five-star luxury, all-inclusive destination, adults only. So what and, are some of the um, precautions? Ah, ah, yes. I'm glad you asked. And with that, I'm working on getting the festival founder on the show to be able to discuss those after he makes the finalized packaging. But I can tell you, you know, and, and he's in my like-minded tribes, you know, he's working on two amazing things that will surely be announced very shortly that, um, well, there are three actually, two are regarding the festival itself. And one is separate from the festival, which was freaking amazing. And I'm just, um, um, I'm grateful he's part of my tribe and, and thought partner in a lot of things. Um, and, I, and I'll share with you some of that, but I want to get Greg on to talk about some of the things that he thinks are necessary. And so you can't manage it all, but sometimes can't tell Greg that because he's going to try. You know? and, and what he is um, putting together for the love of the people, I think is, is extraordinary, you know? What he is negotiating, because, you know, life is one big negotiation after the the next. And, you know, the only time you don't win is when you don't ask. I'll share with you some things that he's putting in place for the guests that uh, come with us this year, you know. So he's definitely going through with it this year. Yes, so far, so good. We haven't gotten any indication that we should not or can't, given the, you know, the virus. Yeah. Now, what about what about um, people getting refunds? Because at one point um, there were no refunds being given, and you know, as you know, for some mm-hmm. people that's a very expensive trip. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. in light of um, in light of what what's going on in the world, there's a lot of people who may, or there may be a lot of people, I don't know that there's a lot of people, but there may be people who want a refund. Well, it's quite like the airline, you know, when you work in hospitality and you understand hospitality, you know that when you do things that are packaging, they don't offer refunds, you know, and and the festival wouldn't be unlike any other festival that does, or an airline for that matter, but what you can do is apply it to the year after, if you'd like, like everybody that was uh, 
that decided that they didn't want to take the trip um, before we postponed it, you know, and they were there, what they paid was transferred over into the following year. And and that's despite inflation, right. you know, it was but, transferred over an honor. But then the next year it didn't, it didn't happen. Like, yeah, it did. No. It's this year. Oh, okay. Because it, it went from May to September. Right. And then what if you're not to go the next time? You you understand because the date has changed. And well, that's not that's, the person who the person who purchased it, mm-hmm. it's it's of no fault of their own that they're not able to go. Right. Because still, the, the trip was cancelled. It's not tr- correct. It was cancelled well it, it was it was canceled because the powers that be had to cancel it, not the festival. It's, you know, the, the, the place that, you know, you just couldn't travel. There's nothing we can right, do about it. Right, you know? right. You know, um, but it's transferable to any season that you'd like to go, you know, all transferable. The same thing the airlines do. We're just not limiting the time, the time span, meaning the airlines will give you a year to use it and, yeah, it's not, it's not, you don't, you can't take it back kind of vibe, you know, unfortunately you can't do it. You know, it's just what it is. Um, and the payments are, yeah, they're non, but they are transferable, meaning you can sell your package to someone that wants to go. If you, let's say, can't go because of, you, let's say you scheduled and you got the time off this year and Nick, and you wanted to transfer your package to a following year that you don't have off, you can always opt to sell your package. Your, your package itself is transferable. Yes. But there are some things that are being worked on. Good, good, good. When one succeeds, everybody succeeds. Yeah, yeah. And a yep, good yep. time is a good time. Listen, um, you know, there is a huge thing with being the vitamin D deficient, you know, particularly of melanated folk. And being vitamin D deficient will affect not only the thing that it does in your body, but your mood, you know. For those of us that suffer from season affective disorder, sad as it's called, um, sometimes the lamps don't work, you know. Nothing like a shot of vitamin D directly from the sun will help that. You know, that's why I always encourage you, Javon, to get out of the basement, get outside, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's not as easy now that it's um, cold out, icy out, and not as, you know, like if, if you're, if you are, and, and I do, um, suffer from that sad thing as do I as do I um it's hard to push past the door on a regular in a regular lifetime but in in this particular crisis it's even more difficult you know what you know what I did to help that um and particularly now working from home too you know what I did to help that I set my alarm clock and despite what I thought, I tried, I tried to disengage my brain. I set my alarm clock to go outside in intervals, like stand outside, you know, mm. particularly when I'm not, particularly when I don't want to, I know there's something there. So I, I get up, go outside, even if you got to put your coat and jacket on and I walk around the block. That's all. 
You know, baby steps, walk around the block, walk down the block, just be outside for a minute. You know, take some deep breaths. And it usually brings me back in okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I know like a day like today, I have no choice. I set it up so that I have to go out. So, and I I will go out and I will get um, exercise because I will have to clean up the car. And the ice is built up and I have no choice but to work around it. So I have to do that. What would you do? Like, there's so many things um, that happen when we don't have choices. Is it the choices that get us fucked up? Is it choices? What do you mean? Meaning, if we had no choice but to be happy, would we be more happy people? You know it's like, here's the doors. There's the happy door. There's the there's the because generally in life, there's the happy and the unhappy. There's the joyful and the joyless, right? If we only had one door, happy, joy, and we only had those doors to walk through, is it the choices that get us fucked up? The idea that we can be something other than happy or other than joyful. I think it would then imply that one makes a a conscious decision and Conscious being the operative word, it it may be a decision to, you know, a reaction. And you know how we talk about visceral reactions. If Mm -hmm. I could help how I react to things, I I certainly would. I really would because I don't want to feel. And and it's like it's like we were talking. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not looking at the screen right now doing something else I'm Tammy too much so um if <laughs> if there's anything I'm missing I'm sorry um I I I I experience visceral reactions to things and I try not to because I'm very much like you no poker face which you are an expert at reading my face well, <laughs> yes, you are. <sighs> at least, at least I think you are. Um, but it's never intentional. It's never intentional. It's never a choice. Like I want to make this face because I, what I what I would love to always show is love, acceptance, and happiness. Um, grooviness. Um, at work, even though, as you know, I'm very, very stressed out. When I'm talking to staff, especially in large meetings, regardless of how I'm feeling, I try to bring forth an upbeat um, so that I'm not bringing them down. Because if 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 the if the manager's like, uh. How's everyone doing? Oh, this job sucks. Then everybody's gonna the, no, no. it's gonna be counterproductive. And not that I, not that I don't say no. that the job is you know, like how you know, this is a difficult day we're having. And I, I get that and I'm serious about that. You know, I'm checking in seriously, but it's still an energy. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but I think, yes, I do understand what you mean, but I think that management and I'm, I'm myself can come closer to being authentic in their delivery and their way they show up because the reality is there's folks aren't gleeful and someone showing up gleeful every day, given that comes across as disingenuous. Yes, but I'm not saying gleeful. Can you imagine me being gleeful? No, no. no. What I mean by that is someone that doesn't acknowledge the actual, you know, like, Hey, I know that, you know, I think that, you know, management could do more of trying to support um, support staff going through this piece. We are living in unprecedented times, and it's and it's clear that we're not going to have all the answers. But the reality is, everybody has to do their parts. Um, I think that not acknowledging and not talking about the elephant in the room only makes the elephant just sit down and poop all over your desk. You know. I I, so I think that you know, saying, "Hey, you know, it's fucked up outside. How you guys doing?" You know, and and allowing people the grace and the space and to to be able to tell you. And, and, you know, because you don't know what to do with the information other than say, listen, you know, um, self-care is a time. What can I do to help you or encourage you to take that time to do self-care? It can be something as simple as acknowledging the fact that we are living in a fucked up time right now for a lot of people, you know, yeah. um, and this pandemic doesn't help. And I'm not saying it's all gloom and doom. I'm not. There are right. some people that are okay, you know, God bless them. But for those who aren't, you know acknowledging and and um and and not shaming them into feeling like you know yeah i think i i don't think i'm i'm able to articulate exactly what i'm saying um because i i i'm i am authentic with the team you know what i'm saying i'm i'm not and i can't even i don't call that's blog talk going to cut off it always does that so just so that you know going forward when it does that it's letting mm-hmm. you know that two hours are up okay um coming to an end um yes. and if i if i were to shut it off it would say something even more drastic so that's something ah! yeah that's something we'll we'll have to work out as we go through that and them hearing that, like, what does that mean for them? Um, yeah, I can, I can just, you know, if we're in the thick of it, I can tell them, you know, don't worry about the countdown. We, we're good. Um, them, you can get past it. Or if it's someone we're finished talking to, we can be like, ah, we're running. The time is running out. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that publicly, but um, yeah. It, I'm very authentic. I think my reputation with my team is, if nothing else, you mm-hmm. know, you can count on Armstrong to be real. You can, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm very, I'm known as being very supportive and authentic. And that's, nice. that's my strength at work. Wonderful. That That's wonderful. I think There's that's no- my, probably all I got left is my authenticity. Right. Right. That's all I got, y'all. That's enough. That's enough. There. It's enough for some. So if you folks got nothing out of today's show, please get that we love you. Please Javon get... is short. <laughs> please get that self care yeah. and and being kind to your spirit um, is paramount. Please check on folks 
that may not be having a good time, please make sure that you are getting vitamin D at some point. And please get rest. So grinding till you drop things, not cute. Yeah. Not yeah. Please get rest. And seek out mental health counseling that is available in your area. Next week, we're going to post some therapists. And we're going to add Renee to that list. Yeah. And we're, yeah. Going, to, and we're going to move forward, you know? Yep. And with that, here's what I was just working on. Have a good day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. For those who celebrate it. For those who celebrate it. Love. Hate. Men. Women. Community. People. (laughs) Music. Me. I know it's going to say I'm retarded at the end. Go ahead. <laughs> Church. Ugh. Yuck. Ew. Go ahead. <laughs> Sex. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> Javon, you up. <laughs> All right. Oh, work. <laughs> Musical. Genius. Billy Holiday. My mama. <laughs> Money. <sighs> Tragedy. Shaka Khan. Girlfriend. Personality. Ugh. People don't have it. But we try. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hello, this is Mickey Howard, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Hi, this is Mason, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Perfect. some of your favorite movies and I'm at brunch in the basement with uh Therese and Siobhan. <laughs> stay here, stay here with me. Stay here, stay here with me. Stay here, stay here with me. Still in the basement, no longer alone with my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, everybody's a friend in my head. I already know everybody. <laughs> one day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know anything about. It. But anyway, <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just she wasn't even there actually. But anyway, <laughs> all I want is though, Jay. 
I'm going to send you all something. I'll send you all something. I'll send you all something. You can send me some cologne. Because, I mean, cologne. you know. Cologne. Yeah. I, I will Just in that. case I send me some cologne, I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, dokie, okay, man. Whatever you say. With Tom, so and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, you. thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no, just teasing. WJBR Internet Radio Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese and Indira Khan. We're going to play the exclusive. Exclusive. You hesitating what? Are you really waiting for? Cause time is ticking more than I anticipated. Promise I'ma be everything you like. And try my time. We can have people on the sh- you know, like schedule for the show. I will bump them for you. Except, except for your mother. I wouldn't bump anyone <laughs> for your mother. That's always her. Hi, this is Indira Khan, and you're listening to and watching Brunch in the Basement on Interred. <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.